Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of Bootstrap Web. Brian, coming to you from snowy Chicago. Oh, man, I am jealous. I, I hope we get some of that snow. We usually do. If it's, if it's by you, then we'll get it in a few days. And yep. May, maybe I can sneak in a, a ski trip with my kids before I head out to Big Snow Tiny Conf uh, two weekends from now. Oh, like a little so, w- warm-up before the real little, thing. You little warm-up, yep. Or up north. The first one is is our east trip, which is usually in Vermont. We're going to Montreal this year. We're going Ooh. up to Montreblanc. Yo, I've heard good my things first about time that. There. I was in Montreal, oh my God, it was a long time ago. But I was so impressed with that city. Yeah, I, I've been there once when I was a kid. Um, and, I, and I've never snowboarded up there. So this will be really fun. Yeah. Cool. Funny and enough, that, last time I was there was a massive snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so cool seeing the city just just buried that way. This one I'm not that happy about. I'm in a bad mood. Mm. <laughs> I'm cranky. My dad was supposed to come visit and I'm I was so excited to have him visit with the kids and all that stuff. And he's coming from Florida and oh, yeah. screwed up all the flights. So oh, I've been dealing with United and Chase and all that stuff. But hopefully we might just get him here tomorrow. All right. All right. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, you could tell I'm all pumped up. I'm ready to roll. If, if, <laughs> Let's do you it. Know, if you if you're not talking, I'm gonna talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got my second coffee right in front of us. So we're, this is gonna be an I, active I just episode. Had my espresso. <laughs> um, um, all right. Yeah. So I've got like basically two things. So you wanna? Should, the, I, should I head into it? I, I actually I got one. You know what? I I talked a, a, a few weeks back about one of the benefits of us doing this podcast, at least okay. to me, is the network effects. And I, I want to kind of chime in here with my first thing because okay. may, maybe I can reap some benefits of the network effects here. I, I think I'm looking to hire someone. Okay. And I don't know that it would be a listener, but maybe a listener might know someone. Um, and it, it's a weird decision, but it, it, it's starting to become more and more obvious that I think I need someone. This is to work on Clarity Flow. And my thought going into 24 has been like, let's cut costs down to like the essentials, keep, you know, uh, keep, keep the development team kind of lean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've got some, some marketing stuff that's going on. I've got server costs, but like, other than that, let's, let's just kind of, you know, let, let Clarity Flow do its thing. But one, and, and, and part of that equation has to be, how do we free up my time as much as possible? Right, because I need okay. to be working on my new business called Full Stack Founder. Um, I need a lot of time and hours, and and especially more like creative energy mm-hmm. on this new business. You got to go zero to one. And so the thing that like I already have my developer on on the team, and she takes care of almost all of the development needs. And I I'll feed her issues. I got to scope stuff out for her. But like I'm not. It's not a ton of work or. Um, it's not a big burden for me to do my thing on the product on Clarity Flow on a, on a limited basis going forward. Where it gets more tricky is the customer support and customer success. So I guess that's how you would define this role that I think I need to hire for. You, you start with customer success. That's how I, because it's, it's a support role. It would be like the first support person but, uh, at, besides myself in this business. Um, but the most important critical high impact part of the support is onboarding new customers, okay. making them successful. And what this looks like in Clarity Flow, it's probably not unlike a lot of other SaaS businesses, especially ones that are sort of like platforms that are pretty, 
Complicated is the wrong word. It's just a big project to get up and running. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because every coach who comes in, they are evaluating whether or not they are ready to ditch whatever tools they've been using and adopt Clarity Flow and install it in their business, set up new coaching programs, start inviting their clients, set up their custom branding, mm-hmm. do some integrations. Like, they're a lot of, in many cases, they're moving their payments through right. us. Right. Ideal so like, customer is doing revenue every month actively and so it's up and running to the point where it it functions so it needs to move over to your system and then start functioning and you know i talked about how i i launched a self-serve video demo that people can watch and that that does help some people self-onboard and self-convert but for other people especially the more like the the more ideal uh, coaches in, in that they are um they're, they're more active. They have a lot more clients. They're, they're a, a higher stakes business. So they, they watch my demo and that, that gets them sort of like excited about the possibilities. But then they send an email like, hey, can I just talk to someone? Can I have a call? Uh, can I have some, can I, can I bounce some ideas on how I want to structure my coaching business? So they need sort of support. They need some handholding. They need some guidance and advice on how to implement, but, but also just like, coaching these coaches on how to structure and launch their, their so sure it, it would be great if i could find someone who could do that who someone who is obviously a great kind of support and communicator um someone who can not only do like email support but hop on a call do, do a lot of video async messaging with uh with customers um and then i'm trying to think about like interesting ways to maybe incentivize this person and maybe also build this into uh, a new offering, like a paid concierge service from Clarity Flow. Um, so I, I'm just, there's a lot of like ideas on how this could work. It, it, mm-hmm. it could be just a basic, like, you know, part-time retainer role. And, and I've, um, and so that, that could work fine, but maybe as an add on to that, it's like every time we do one of these like paid setup services, you get a portion of that and, and you're running that whole thing. Um, so yeah, put it out know. there. Yeah. L- let's, let's see who's out there. It does seem like a great, uh, opportunity to just jump into a software company and start talking to customers. Yeah. You know, and, and like, if I think back to audience ops and also restaurant engine before that, it, when I hired this person, the, in those, in those businesses, I might've called it like a account manager or a salesperson or a customer support, but it's a lot of words for sort of the same thing, which is you're talking to customers and especially new, you know, the new customers are the ones who are sending messages every single day for three weeks straight, and then they get all set and then they're good to go. Um, But like, I remember whenever, when I hired that person in those businesses, it was an instant noticeable um, opening of my time and freedom. I mean, there's a lot of training of that person up front, so so there's that work. But once you sort of like get through that slog, the it, my schedule completely opens up when I don't have to like um, talk to every single customer and handhold and do and do all these demos. Because and, 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 and then and like a lot of times, like the alternative, that. yeah, like the alternative right now is like since I since I do have to sort of like split my focus and. Um, you know, I, I can't afford to be full time on on Clarity Flow. I can't afford to to take every single sales demo and and, and be super thorough with every response. Like, 
it, the business suffers. Like it, it literally means like some really perfect fit customers are coming in and they're not getting the support that they need. Like they might get a response from me. I might point them to a video, but if, if this is somebody's role who can give it a lot more energy than I can, um, that would be great. And, and I also think about it like um, you start with customer success, but branching right off of that, there are a couple of other, I think even more interesting things for this person to do in the same role. So um, creating training material, maybe tr creating like courses and workshops for our customers, uh, creating videos or articles, uh, writing docs for our knowledge base. Like you're learning so much about what customers need. You're the perfect person to create content and training stuff for the customers. That That's one kind of, more long-term creative project that this person can do. And then the other thing um, would be helping me with planning features in the roadmap. So, you know, my whole thing of being able to talk to customers all the time is like understanding what are the most customers having issues with or most requests are coming in for this or that, what would make life easier for everyone. This person on the front lines It'd be great if they have a little bit of like crossover skills into like whether it's design, development, or just product in general. And you can collaborate with me on, okay, you, you've helped a hundred customers in this area. We need to make this this better. Let's plan out how we can structure our roadmap for the upcoming year, um, and just like have have a voice in that. You know, I, I think this person can can kind of be in those in that role. You know. Yeah, because the question is like, <laughs> who is it? Where where are they from? <laughs> how do we how do we find this person? You know? Yeah, where's the match um, of someone who wants to dive into that? I I think about this, you know, from time to time in terms of what I would do differently when I was younger, and a lot of it is centered around I should have worked for a company of like the one I wanted to run. Yeah, and me too. Inevitably, would have worked for couple good ones and a couple of bad ones <laughs> and seeing yeah. how not to do things and how to do things and what works and what doesn't work. And honestly, you would like the, the per this person would learn so much. And I, and I think about like the people who were in this role in my previous businesses, I, part of what makes this challenging. And the reason why I even bring it to this podcast is that like, there, there are some roles that are pretty straightforward on how you would hire for them, whether it's like hiring a developer, maybe hiring a VA, there, there are straightforward channels to go about doing that. But I feel like every time I've hired this person, I've gotten super lucky with just finding a rock star who has the set of skills that I just described, but is pretty early on in their career. They're, they're young, they're talented, um, but they're not so far along that they have the same lifestyle needs that, that, that you and I have, you know, um, and, and and I look at them today, the like the people who who've moved up in in audience ops and moved on from audience ops, and like they have incredible careers doing doing their thing. You know, um, I'm not saying like me or or that role was responsible for that. Like what I'm saying is like they were talented individuals to begin with. They're you know they're they're gonna do their thing no matter what. But if you can catch them at, at that like early part of their career, it's the yes, perfect it, thing. Yes, it's it's right. It's it's more of a fit thing. I think about our, our uh, like support success person now, and that's that's her. She's younger and getting great experience. It has been with a few companies and like understands how the relationship between a software company and its customers works. Yep. Good, bad, proactive, reactive tools. You just like 
build up this library of knowledge. And eventually, uh, you know, someone will, will come in that's more junior than you. And then all of a sudden you get a colleague and then you get someone to teach. And then you start to get this natural management experience before you move up into a management role. Yeah. Okay, cool. I hope, I hope you find someone. Anyone listening? Either you or someone you know? Yeah, like part-time, flexible, remote, but, but long-term. We can build stuff together. It'll be really cool. So, yeah, that's that. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, I am thinking about success, but not nearly as much as I'm thinking about pipeline. That has come to define my focus for the first week. This feels to me like the first week of the year, right? The, the actual first week of the year, my kids were still off. So I didn't get back to work until Friday, which was, you know, it's not really a week. Uh, I just kind of got my act together and moved my piles of envelopes of my mail that I haven't opened. I moved them from one place to a more organized pile. That's that's been, what I got done that week. Been there. Yep. yep. Um, but this week was super exciting. And I, I really wanted to let everyone feel the CEO's energy. That was like... So Sunday night, I was walking around my house like, like a lunatic, like flexing and like pumped up, like yes, you know, fully like manifesting that form of energy. And I came in Monday hot, and I you know went to Slack hot and into the meetings, and the, the, I just wanted to make sure everyone like got that from me. What does that um, mean? What does that look like? So urgency, I think, is is the defining element of that energy. <clears throat> it is, what do we need to do? I'll do it right now. What do you need to do? Go get it done. What about the end of the day? What can we do? What's next? So just that push toward urgency. And, you know, a lot of that comes from the pressure of providing pipeline to two account executives who want to hit the quota. Mm -hmm. So th this is the element of healthy pressure and stress that is coming out of hiring two salespeople <clears throat> and they have quota and it's their responsibility to make quota, but I feel a lot of responsibility to help them. Mm -hmm. we're, we're working together, right? I, yep. It's not just that I want them to make quota, it's if they hit quota, I'm very happy and they're very happy. happy. So it, it's good alignment that way. Yep. And while we have several ways to bring people into the pipeline, uh, I feel a lot of responsibility for Right, there, there, there's like two types of pipeline. One form that the AE generates and the other that the company basically generates for the AE. And so marketing, inbound, partner, like all these things that feed in really help them. Mm -hmm. And that's been my focus. And so this week has been great. We spoke to a bunch of merchants and that just the momentum of really it's just the difference between December and January. So mm -hmm. December's being so quiet and then January You're kind of popping. Like people kind of resurfacing yeah, in January. That's right. They, they woke up. So we had, we had several meetings. We had a few demos. We had second calls. One of those calls looks like it's on track to close as a deal. And that, that's a huge like sense of relief for me. It's not done. It's not closed, but just making sure that we close this week off with the AEs going into the weekend feeling good, like, okay, I got some opportunities I'm working with, you know, it's not quiet anymore, like this is gonna work out kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's been uh, a lot of the focus. And you know what I spoke about in the la last podcast in terms of that new product offering, uh, 
Right, right. We've been weaving that in and identifying when it makes sense and when it doesn't make sense. And do you, okay. So with, and for, as like a reminder to listeners, we're talking about like you, you sort of like decoupled the marketing tools from the core checkout product. And the whole idea is like, it, it's, it's much less friction to get on board and start getting value from rally. Yes, yeah. that's right. So we, you said it perfectly. We decoupled the marketing features that can now be embedded on the merchant's existing checkout without needing to change checkouts, and with that, payments and tracking and fraud protection and everything else. How so with that? And it's like not like fully launched, or it like can you? Is that like able to be used today by a customer or not yet? Not today. So, so like, like my question is like, how, mm-hmm. how can you start to weave it into like the sales conversations early to like just get reactions and see how that works even before it's ready? Yes, so, so right, if you think about my focus of trying to generate new pipeline, it, it's directly related to that. And so that feels like my role specifically is in the coordination between engineering and product and go-to-market and talking to the go-to-market team and saying, what do you need in terms of marketing assets. Yeah. So we're working on a landing page that'll be up by next week and screenshots and like a, you know, one pager with those screenshots. Yeah. I think we talked about this on the last one. The, the, mm-hmm. My my approach to that is exactly that. It's like market like market the website, market the product and everything like as if this this is how this is the world we're in. This is how it exists. This is how you can buy it even if those are not ready yet. Mm-hmm. Everything as soon as possible should be like because that that's how you get the signal like you you know like the you, you need people to react to it at every step of the funnel from their mm-hmm. very first visit to the to the lead capture to the to the sales conversation and, and then the onboarding right. it's like um, and, and ignore the the shortcomings that will be addressed anyway in the future yeah. like even if those cost cost you deals up front at least you know like okay they dropped off at the point where they couldn't actually use it so but but we knew but we knew that like once we ship it that that one would have converted you know yes so we're we're kind of like working backwards now we're saying okay when is it going to be fully fully ready when's it going to be half ready so it includes two types of marketing features one called order bumps one called post-purchase offers and order bumps are going to be ready short in in the shorter term so it's like, if we have conversations now and a merchant is interested, we still have another, you know, call it two weeks in, in the form of a merchant that's super excited and ready to roll. It's still two weeks to get in touch with their tech team and you create an account for them and all that. Mm-hmm. So we have, that buys us some time right there. And then we understand how uh, long it'll take us to get the other half, the post-purchase ready. And that's a few weeks later. So it's like, there's no reason not to sell now. One of the things that it has done, um, one of the challenges that we've had, I think like every software company, is estimating. And one of the things we are focusing on is working with our front-end lead and back-end lead and like demanding of ourselves to do uh, a better job at scoping and estimating. Dude, story of my life. It's It's so tough. And I, I... I struggle with this for myself. I I just I constantly notice this is one of my worst habits. I would say as a business operator, especially in my form of it, with like lean bootstrapped, doing a bunch of stuff. It's like I it's like I'm I have a mental breakdown of I I, I cannot. I don't have a clear concept of how how much time and actual energy from myself things will require. <laughs> 
So I think that in a day, oh, yeah, these are three things that I can ship by, between now and the end of the day. And there's no possible way that that's going to happen today. I can do one of those things, not all three. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's overestimating. I mean, right, there's the engineering version of it, and then there's just like the task version of it. Yeah. And, yep. Uh, and there's like energy management, too. It's like I might have the hours, but are they the best hours for me to do all those three things? Mm -hmm. Probably not. You know? Yeah, and it messes with your with your expectations. If you, if you keep getting it wrong, it, it's like depressing. It is. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. The thing. Every, and that's the other thing I keep noticing. Same, same issue is like, it's like every single thing that I ship, I feel like I shipped it at least a week or two later than I expected to. And right. And it, and it feels bad because you feel behind, but if you did a better job estimating it instead yes. of more accurate expectations for yourself, that that could change the psychology of the experience. I'm going to take this clip of us talking about this and I'm going to re replay it like a hundred times to, so I could like burn it into my brain. Yeah, well, we are. <laughs> so we are taking this project of getting, of getting this launched. We're taking the opportunity to use this as like a test case. Like let's really dive all the way into the specs so that we're not doing that to ourselves. And What's coming out of that is surprise, it's gnarlier than you expected. And at least now we have like, we're setting a better uh, set of expectations for ourselves and for the merchants that we're talking to. The interesting thing that's happening is, is what we want to happen. The high end of the market, the biggest uh, brands with hundreds of millions in GMV that used to be the ones that we were scared off of engaging with because getting you know, fill in the blank, $500 million year merchant to change their checkout is a, is a really high hurdle. And now those merchants are really interested in offers in, in this decoupled version because it has nothing to do with their payments and checkout. They don't need to change it. It's kind of like, a are you telling me we can add three to 5% in revenue next month? Then sure, I'll take a look at that. And it's a day or two to implement. Okay, l let's take a look at it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm trying not to get ahead of myself on making assumptions and what changes need to be made. And does this change the nature of our business? And do we need a different form of this or that? I'm trying to just like, let's get as much feedback as possible, as quickly as possible. And then recess. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff, man. Um, the only other thing I have is I did manage to put live the new website for my new business. It's okay. Fullstackfounder.co. Uh, that is live as of late last night. I, I pulled a late one. <laughs> Good for you. Um, nice. I, you know, it, again, it was one of those things that I thought I could build and ship this in like two or three days. It turned into a full week. Um, but I, I did hit my target of like getting it done this week. Uh, you know, because like it, it's, it's launching the, the website, the home base for a whole business. Like this is V1 of that. And I did like, I did start doing the YouTube videos. I, I published two, I recorded three more that are in the editing queue now. And um, so that, that started, but the business doesn't actually ex fully exist until I have the website and the newsletter capture. And then I'm, I have like a services page where I'm offering my, you know, advising consulting services now. And um, on like product stuff. And then um, it's set up, it, it basically my goal for this site was to like put all the pieces in place that I'm going to need, A, 
for newsletter growth, newsletter capture, art, like SEO optimized articles where I'm going to take every YouTube video and promote it on these articles and, and like, you know, turn every video into an article essentially. Um, and then have the, the, the page to offer the services. And then later on, I might have like courses and stuff to add into this site somewhere. Um, looks good. Congrats. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, and it, I actually, I did manage to record a video today, sort of recapping this project as part of the full stack founder thing. I'm showing how I designed and built and shipped this, um, this, this site. And the challenge that I, it's, it's hard when I'm in the moment, but I feel like I've gotten fairly good at this at, as a, a full stack founder, if you will, is, that, is balancing this, it, it, these conflicting things between you have to ship with speed, but you also have to get a lot of the details right. Um, like, you know, there's like the creative stuff, like picking the brand colors and the logo and the fonts. And I, I get too hung up on that. Yeah, um, but I, but I sort of push through and I, and I, now I have my like workflows to shortcut and short circuit that stuff and good enough to ship and that, that sort of stuff. Um, but there's this other concept that I want to try to get across to people is that like, there's so many little things that come up when you're doing a project like this, like, oh, that's so small, such a detail. Like you could just push that off to later on. Like, oh, we can, you can make it like SEO optimized, but it's a little tedious Nobody's even going to see it on the homepage anyway. Let's just push that off until later. I'll get around to it later. Let's just ship this thing this week or slap the analytics code on there. Oh, we can do that later. It's, it's so small. These things are important. You, you need these little things in there from day one. And they're so small that if you push them off to later, you won't do them later because they're so small. Sure. So while you're on the project, just do them. And so, so that I can just like, one like touch this once and then i don't have to touch it again for a while and then i and then i can just run so I, um, i'm gonna assume i'm gonna go out on a limb here that you're better than most at that <laughs> because most people cut that corner myself included yeah i mean there's a lot of little corners that um that could be and there's a lot of stuff on this site that like i'm not super happy with especially on like the styling and the colors and stuff i could but at, at a certain point it's like okay a whole day has gone by i, I can't spend another day on it we got to go um, yeah, I, I hope I can do the same. Like we are, we've got this new website and I'm trying to get it done by, by the end of January. That's my goal. Um, yeah. so I'm going to keep working on that. <laughs> I think it all starts with the words. If you can get the, if you can get the copy into a doc, like a notion doc or something like that's the biggest thing. And then everything else can, can be improved later. You know? Yeah, I, I, I hear that. I have difficulty with a blank page, though. If a designer shows me a page, I'm like, move this to here. Let's add a CTA section here. The, does the you know testimonial section make sense here? And how about this? Like that, That's much easier for me than what, the way I've uh, organized it, first in my head and then in a Google Doc, is it's basically um, like a table with like, you know, bullet point, sub bullet point. That, that's how I've written the entire thing. Yeah. So I just say uh, hero section. And then I say headline, yes. sub headline, uh, any additional copy, and then like my, my suggestion for what could make sense for the graphic. Mm -hmm. yep. And then I'll just write like testimonial section and I'll say, here's a link for four logos uh, or like logo section. And then I'll, you know, feature sections. 
and then feature one, headline, subheadline, copy for tile one, image for tile one, copy for tile two, image for, like, yeah. that's the only way I've gotten to organize it. And then I hand it over to the designer and I beg, I say, please just give me a page to look at visually. And then I can go the next round of, oh, we, this doesn't make sense. This is too much. This is too thin. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, man. I, I, I love the, um, I, I feel like the job to be done framework can be applied to so many different things. Obviously it's usually for like product customer research, but I, I just like to think of like every element of the project, there's a job to be done. Like what's the job of the homepage? What's the job of the hero section? What's the job of just do that. If you start with that, it has to just do this one thing. And that like, like on this new site on, on full stack founder, man, I, I hate saying that I got the .co by the way, I wish I got the .com. Sure, that's what everyone wants. And I and I put in the the inquiry up to to whoever owns it, uh, and I don't know. I I put out a, a low four figure number, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, the number that we're even willing to consider is four hundred times that number." So, uh, yeah, that's sure, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway, the, it, like on on this site, my thing starting off like when I just opened up a blank Notion doc, it was okay, homepage. And homepage is where all the energy is on this. It's like hero, the whole purpose of the hero is email capture. And then next section has to be like me and my message. I've got a photo of myself and a, sort of like a letter, a, a short copywritten letter that like defines, here's the journey you're on, here, here's what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're becoming full stack founders. Yeah, I like what, that style. We've got your signature. Yeah. Uh, a little yeah, fake, fake signature thing that I found the, on the internet. <laughs> but yeah, um, you, you are part of the product. Yeah, and and I'm and the words are really like aimed at like resonating with like why mm -hmm. you should care about this whole concept of full stack founder. And then um, and then the only other thing on the homepage is like, look, this is a content business, so here is the most recent content. Some three three recent videos. Here you go. That's it. Okay, home base. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. My challenge seems to be that the, the homepage, not that hard. Uh, well, it's, it's not that it's not that hard. We just don't want to overload it. So there really isn't that much going on there. We've been doing this for a while, so it's kind of easy to talk about what, what we have mm. and what we want to show. The hard part that, uh, around the homepage anyway, was this new offering, this new version of the product. Yeah, like do you how lead to, with it? Do you... <laughs> yes, yes, how not to confuse because I mean the, the the deal that we talked to this week that looks like it's on track, they want the checkout. They want the full thing. Yeah. And that's how they found us. That's what they got excited about, and that's what they want to buy. And so we don't want to get in the way of that. But we also so mm. doing that without diluting the message too much is is the challenge. The the message that I'm kind of going with is like turn your checkout into a revenue channel using your checkout or ours. It's kind of like, doesn't matter to us because all the stuff we do mm, makes your I revenue like generate new revenue. At least, right, that's the uniting theme is we just help you make more money on your checkout, more revenue, higher average order value, better conversion rate. And then we have different things that do that. That line worked for me the first time I heard it. Like, you know, drive more revenue using your checkout or ours. Like that's, yeah. that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so then we have like buckets, right? We have an average order value bucket and a conversion bucket. The conversion bucket relates to our checkout. The mm -hmm. average order value bucket refers to, it could, it, those features are on either one, your checkout or ours. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. so easy for like, especially like marketers have this thing like, oh, just test it, just just, just do it. 
just test one version against the other. It's like, if, if only it were that easy, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, I, 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 mean, I was about to do the, do the same thing, but, but I was about to say something along the lines of, oh, just design a version that goes all in on the marketing tools version of Rally and maybe have a backup version for like the current, uh, the, the full checkout version of Rally and, and really lean into one or the other, like do, do a month of one and then the month of the other and then compare, compare leads or whatever, compare mm-hmm. response. But like, it is never that clean and it certainly isn't one month each. I mean, and, and your sales cycles are so, so much longer that like you can't, you can't test and get results within 30 days. So it's like, yeah, don't listen to that advice. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in this case, no. The, the way I'm solving for that is with solutions pages. So one mm-hmm. of the pages talks only about, you know, using the features on your checkout. Mm-hmm. So at least there, like, that's what the salesperson would send. That's what the SDR sends. That's what talks about that specifically where we can point people to and post it on LinkedIn. And then it it's, it's selling that version of the product in that context. Yeah. So a LinkedIn ad that talks about that can go to a page and it's not muddled and it's not confusing. Yeah, and you can see this with like look at any product page that any paid ad leads to. It's never their homepage. It's you know, um, it's always some version of their site that probably looks like their homepage, but the words are aimed at whatever you clicked on. You know. Well, Friday. Yep. Bit bit of a shorter episode for us. Uh, hey, we've we got in there. One more discovery call. See if uh, we're a good match for this uh, this brand. And then we yeah, have I gotta weekend. I gotta get off this call, and then I'm doing another one of these like onboarding demo calls with a Clarity Flow customer today, which I'm happy to do. They seem like a great coach, great business to have. But man, this is something that I would love to hand off to someone. If someone can come work work with me on Clarity Flow, so cool. <laughs> Record it. That's what we do. Oh with yeah, all there's those. gonna be a lot of that. Yeah. Yep. I'm in. All right, brother. Good to see you. Have a great long weekend. Later, folks.